Greetings to everyone in the name of Jesus. Look, we want just want to say that we love you so much. And there's really nothing. I'm talking about nothing that you can do about it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We have the victory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Satan has to flee. Tell me. Tell me. Who shall be holy when we call on that great name? Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, we have the victory. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. Well, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Satan has to flee. Tell me, tell me who shall be holy when we call on that great name. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, we have the victory. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you right now, Father, for who you are, Lord. Lord, thank you, Lord God, for giving us another day at chance, at liberty, at love, Lord, at unity, at strength. Lord, we thank you for waking us up, Lord God. Thank you for allowing us to be alone um, in the land of the living on this side, Lord, again, Lord God, to give your name the praises, to give your name the honor, to give your name the glory, and to be able to try again, hallelujah, to try again and to try again, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we speak life in the name of Jesus. We speak life. We speak health. We speak strength. We speak prosperity. Lord, we speak, Lord God, a a healing in the body and the minds and the soul of man. Lord, we just thank you right now, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for going before each and every leader. Lord, every teacher, every reacher, every prophetess, every prophet. I pray that you will have your divine way to those, Lord God, that will come in and listen, Lord, the live and those that will come and listen later. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray, Lord God, that you will speak to us on today. The things that you have to to say to us, Lord God, I pray that we are receptive people. And that the seed would fall on good ground, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. For one plant, one water, but you give the increase. Lord, we thank you for the the seeds increasing that's already been planted within us, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord God. For this is a day you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We will be glad. For today is a gift. It's a present. And we receive it, Lord, with with open arms and with a gratitude that can only come from you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
Thank you, Lord. So, saints, we are going to walk on water. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we're going to walk on water. Thank you so much for coming again, tuning in to our podcast. We're walking on water with us again. Amen. In the name of Jesus, we're, we might not be before you too, too long. It is the four o'clock hour. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And I don't know if you're excited, but I'm super excited. Amen. I am. I just am. I just am. I'm super excited of the word that the Lord gave us on today. I tell you what, it's one of them kind of things that that that, that make you it, it, it make you want to just you know just it make you want to want to dig in more. It make you want to read more. Yes, it makes you want to dig in more. It makes you want to read more. It makes you want to study more. It makes you want to seek the Lord more. It is just a blessing, saints. It is just a blessing. Amen. And it's something that many of us feel. I'm going to say many of us feel like we already know. But this is one of those things where we can appreciate Abba. Amen. We can appreciate Abba. The Lord had begun to give me things even upon me waking up. He began to give me things. I, I always go to sleep with a heart posture lord what would you like for us to speak about what would you like for us to teach today and and while sleeping the lord began to give me things he revealed things to me uh yeah 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 these the things he revealed um i prayed i'm praying about them amen i'm praying about them and uh yeah you know how many know that it's always good to keep our brothers and sisters in prayer no matter how they look like they're doing it's always good to say a prayer for your brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. Because many times looks can be deceiving. Amen. Looks can be deceiving. And so it's very, very important. You know, uh, no prayer is wasted. Amen. No prayer is wasted. So it's very important to, to keep our brothers and sisters up in prayer. And a lot of times if the Lord himself because I feel some of you like what you mean no prayer is wasted and if if the Lord himself okay and when you feel like you're praying for someone if you feel the Lord turn his face or turn his back or turn you know that is that's that's pretty major amen that's pretty major I believe that some fasting needs to go along with that amen because sometimes the sometimes people have done things in the dark that we don't know about amen sometimes people have blasphemed in the dark and we don't know about it amen and if you ever feel the Lord turn because he told us not to pray for our enemies but if you ever feel him turn that's 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 something else amen so this and i've experienced that once before and um yeah and i and 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 i had to take note of that you know what i'm saying when when you begin to pray for someone and god get mad that either means they've done a whole lot of damage to you behind the scenes that you don't even know about or it means they've they've already you know they've already went way too far you know my prayer is that there's not a lot of people that have already went way too far and prayer can help them my belief is that prayer can help the sick prayer can help the lost prayer can help the mentally ill amen because that's a mental that's a mental problem 
when a person begin to reject where they're from you understand when a person begin to reject okay who they who they're from who they're who they're from and begin to take on another nature of the enemy of satan that's something that is something amen for the enemy to come and promise uh things of 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 no avail to get a person to dismiss the the teachings of the lord to get a person to start teaching heretic uh doctrines and things like this this is uh it's 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 the, it's deep amen it's deep but even a person teaching heretic doctrines and doctrines of devils and things like this i believe that prayer can heal amen i believe that prayer can deliver i believe this amen i'm a true believer of this i believe that god can turn a person people like this around amen in the name of jesus but then of course there are those that have went way too far amen in the name of jesus love you so much and jeans b a, a genus b love you so much thank you for joining us in the live amen I'm sending air hugs your way. Thank you for those hearts, love. Sending air hugs your way. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So today we're going to talk about something that everybody, pretty much, those of us that feel like we know about the grace of God, we know about the favor of God, we know about the faith of God, those of us that feel like we know, well, I'm just going to make sure that we know. Amen. It's time for us to make sure that we know. Amen. Because sometimes we can feel like we know, but it's so important to know before we go to the other side. Every last one of us know somebody who has went over to the other side. All of us. And most oftentimes, all of us believe that our loved ones made it to heaven. You know what I'm saying? It's like we all believe that they made it to heaven. Amen. Um, I, myself... I know now that I'm grown or now that I'm of age, I know that it's impossible for everybody I ever knew in my life and they've passed on. It's impossible for everybody to be the native. You know what I'm saying? Like to just literally be honest with everybody I ever knew in my life that has ever died. Everybody didn't make it. Because yesterday we read, the righteous scarcely make it in. You understand? So now it, it comes to, do, do you believe? Do I believe? Because we have to go through this way as well. So do we believe? Do we believe like we're supposed to? Or are we, are we being every day we wake up? Are we using the breath that the Lord gave us? Or are we doing what we're supposed to do? Are we saying the things we need to say? Like, are we in the right position to be able to meet the Lord? I tell you what, there are many people that walk around, they have insurance, life insurance. And these people, no matter how much, you know, we don't want to die, right? But still is a certain part of our minds that are insured you know what i'm saying in the back of our minds it's like whenever that time comes if that time comes before the lord comes back i'm insured right 
So we walk around and, it's, and just because we're insured doesn't mean we think about death and destruction and chaos. We don't think about that all the time. Sometimes we think about vacation. Sometimes we think about the holidays. Sometimes we think about going to work. Sometimes we think about bills and sometimes we think. But while all of that is going on, there's still a certain part in our minds that know, hey, you're insured. Whenever that time comes, whenever God calls you home, you're insured. The same thing goes when it comes to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Are we insured? Are you insured? So today, we know and we've heard that it's the small foxes that spoils the vine. Yeah, small foxes spoil the vine. And one of the things that we don't want to do is we don't want the vine to be spoiled. The Lord says, I am the true vine. Right? The husband managed the branches. Y'all want to go over there real quick? Because I don't like to misquote. It wasn't my intention to go over there, but we will. Amen. And my father, the husband, man, that's right. Hold on. Let's go over there. Said, I am the true vine. My father, the husband. Hold on. Okay. That's John. It says, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit. All right. So I am the vine, my father, the husbandman. So when when we use the term, it's the small fox that spoils the vine. I tell you, I take that very, very, very seriously. All right. I take that very, 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 very seriously. Amen. I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Amen. And that's John chapter 15, verse one. Amen. I am the true vine and my father, the husband. So it's the small foxes that spoil the vine. Now, today we're going to talk about some of the things that we think is huge, but it's small because we are believers, have been believers for years. And even the babes can eat from this because this is some, this is basics. Okay. The things we teach here are basics. And a lot of times I make people upset and they get upset with me, but it's God that gives me these, these things to say. It's God that gives me these revelations. It's God's heart that speaks through me. And a lot of times I can make others upset because sometimes we can feel like we got the basics right. And sometimes, you know, it's it's not so much the case. Amen. So we're going to go to Ephesians chapter two and we're going to look at what we would deem perhaps a small box. I'm going to use myself as a testimony on yesterday when I publicly apologize for disassociating myself with being a Christian. Well, that was a small fox. You understand? Because if we don't get the names correct, sons and daughters of God, yes, we are. But 
Peter told us, don't be ashamed of being a Christian. That's what Peter said. And I wasn't so much ashamed of being a Christian. It was that so many people call themselves a Christian and they they were just doing all type of things. They had no standard. Nothing about the book reflect them and nothing about them reflect the word of God. So because that whole fad came into place where everybody was calling themselves this, I felt like, you know, well, I'm just a son. I'm just a son or daughter of God. I'm just a daughter of God. Right. Don't call me no Christian. Are you a Christian? No. I was saying, no, I'm not a Christian. I'm a daughter of God. Right. Well, now that's a part of the suffering, because now if a person asks you, are you a Christian and they're not? And you say that you are now there's a whole wide, you know, spread of people that call themselves a Christian and they are they are something else, you know. And then when you say, yes, I'm a Christian, they kind of snarl at you now. You know, they kind of just look, they kind of give you the side eye now because it looks like the boundaries have been taken down. Uh huh. It looks like all of these things have been stripped off of the church. The walls have been stripped off and everything can run in and out. You know what I'm saying? So now the church Many times the world look at it like it's a whore. And if we really want to go boil it on down, we can go over to the book of, uh, I want to say Hosea. If you want to talk about it, you want to talk about it? Amen. We can go to the book of Hosea. And really the people... The people look look at the church like this. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Cause these little book, these books are there. It is. They're so close together. These books. Um. So we're in the book of Hosea now. And we are trying to see where it started because this is a part of the um, suffering. This is the part of the suffering. Amen. Let's read I guess Hosea chapter two. And I wanna say hold that thought. Let me make sure. Hosea chapter two. Thank you, Lord. 
Okay, three. Let's read two and three. Amen. Let's read two and three. The Bible says, the Lord says, say unto your brethren, am I? And to your sisters, Ruhama, plead with your mother, plead, for she is not my wife, neither am I her husband. Let her therefore put away her whoredoms out of her sight and her adulteries from between her breasts. Least I strip her naked and set her as in the day that she was born and make her as a wilderness and set her like a dry land and slay her with thirst. And I will not have mercy upon her children for they be the children of whoredoms. For their mother hath played the harlot. She that conceived them hath done shameful, shamefully. For she said, I will go after my lovers that give me my bread and my water, my wool and my flax mine oil and my drink. Therefore, behold, I will hedge up thy way with thorns and make a wall that she shall not find her paths. And she shall follow after her lovers, but she shall not overtake them. And she shall seek thee, but shall not find them she shall seek them but shall not find them then shall she say i will go and return to my first husband for then was it better with me than now for she for she did not know that i gave her corn and wine and oil and multiplied her silver and gold, which they prepared for Baal. Therefore will I return and take away my corn in the time thereof and my wine in the season thereof and will cover my wool and my flats given to cover her nakedness. And now will I discover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers, and none shall deliver her out of mine hand. I will also cause all her mirth to cease, her feast days, her new moons, and her Sabbaths, and all her solemn feasts. And I will destroy her vines and her fig trees, Thereof she had said, there are my rewards that my lovers have given me, and I will make them a forest, and the beast of the field shall eat them. 
and I will visit upon her the days of Baalim, Baalim, wherein she burned incense to them, and she decked herself with her earrings and her jewels, and she went after her lovers and forgot me, said the Lord. Therefore, behold, I will allure her and bring her into the wilderness and speak comfortably unto her. And I will give her her vineyards from thence and the valley of Achor for a door of hope. And she shall sing there as in the days of her youth and as in the day when she came up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be at that day, said the Lord, that thou shalt call me Ishi, Ishi, Ishai, and shall call me no more Baali, sorry, saints, Baali, for I will take away the name of Balaam, I will take away the names of Balaam out of her mouth. And they shall no more be remembered by their name. And in that day will I make a covenant for them with the beast of the field and with the fowls of heaven and with the creeping things of the ground. And I will break the bow and the sword and the battle out of the earth and will make them to lie down safely. And I will betroth thee unto me forever. Yes, I will betroth thee unto me in righteousness and in judgment and in loving kindness and in mercy. Amen. We're going to read that again. The Lord says, and I will betroth thee unto me forever. Yes, I will betroth thee unto me in righteousness and in judgment and in loving kindness and in mercies amen i don't know if you feel like you know that that is something to be excited about but i do hallelujah i do amen in the name of jesus so verse 20 i will even betroth thee unto me in faithfulness and thou shalt know the lord Amen. And thou shalt know the Lord and it shall come to pass in that day. I will hear, said the Lord. I will hear the heavens and they shall hear the earth and the earth shall hear the corn and the wine and the oil and they shall hear Jezreel. And I will sow, I will sow her unto me in the earth. And I will have mercy upon her that had not obtained mercy. And I will say to them, which were not my people, thou art my people. And they shall say, thou art my God. Isn't that something? Uh, thou art my people. This is what the people are going to say. And the, I mean, what God is going to say. And then the people are going to say, thou art my God. Why? Because there's a drawing not to him. He's drawing not to us. And then he said, I will betroth thee unto me forever. Do you know what forever means? 
Do you know what forever means? Now we look up words on this on this channel, and yeah, we look up words on this channel. And he said, "I will be betroth- We're gonna look up betroth. Good, good God, betroth. Okay, because he said I'm gonna do this forever. This is what he said. And so I don't know about you, but I want the whole totality of a word. Amen. In the name of Jesus, I'm not just going to go on, you know, how it make me feel when I say betrothed. No, I want to know what did, what does this mean? Betrothed. Okay. I want every word in the definition. What does betrothed mean? Because the Lord said, I and I will betroth thee unto me forever. Some people say, well, you can read the word and find out what it means. And yes, you can. But do you want the promises of God that are yea and amen? Do you want the things God have promised you? The prophecies God has spoken through others for you? Do you want those things? Well, if we feel like kind of sort of it's just extra to just go a little further to understand what the Lord is saying, then how do we feel like we're supposed to put our feet on a path called straight in order to get the promises of God? How do we feel this? Amen. We, we, a lot of times, sometimes we can feel like it's too much. It's not too much, saints. I'm excited. It's not too much. Amen. The betroth definition, let's see what it says. Good God Almighty. Okay. So enter into a formal agreement to marry. Hallelujah. To enter into a formal agreement to marry. Betrothed. Betrothed. Hallelujah. Betrothed. Betrothed. To enter into a formal agreement to marry. Amen. To marry. And I don't know how you feel about marriage. Amen. But I tell you what. I am so excited. (laughs) Hallelujah. I am so excited that, okay, we're in the book of Hosea. And you know, if you've been here uh, listening from the beginning, you know uh, what we've been talking about. And and yeah, uh, the church, it seems as if she's opened up wide. Everybody can come in. Every anything, anybody, right, can come in and do whatever they want to do. Amen. But it just appears that way. There are those that are holding on. There are those that are raising the bloodstained banner. Amen. There are those that are raising the standard of God. Amen. And that when the enemy comes in like a flood and his way of doing stuff come in like a flood, the spirit of God lifts up a standard. Hallelujah. And I don't know if you believe this today, but I do. Hallelujah. And I take God at his word and I believe him what he said. Hallelujah. How can we not believe what he said, but believe on his promises? And this is what's being taught in this day and time. People are taking God, okay, for his promises and not believing what he said. Hallelujah. Betrothed. Enter into a formal agreement to marry. And verse 19 says, and I will betroth thee unto me forever. Yes. I will betroth thee unto me. And, and, and many times people tell you, once you're saved, you're always saved. Why does the Bible talk about backsliding? Once you're saved, you're always saved. And you and once you're saved, you know, it's okay for you. It's okay for you. But the thing about it is, saints, he didn't say that I will betroth thee unto me forever. Yes, I will betroth thee unto me. He, he said uh, in righteousness. That's a position. 
Amen. And anytime you and I feel like righteousness is too much, holiness is too much, all these things are too much. No, no, no. He's, 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 he's labeling a position now. I betrothed thee unto me inside of something, in righteousness and in judgment. Many people feel like they can have a judgment without righteousness. And true enough, people have judgment without righteousness. But guess what? That thing, it boomerangs right back to them. Why? Because their judgment was not in righteousness. Their judgment was in flesh. You judging me in your flesh. And you judging me in your flesh. So their judgment was not in righteousness. What does that mean? That means a godly judgment. Amen. Because when you make a godly judgment, once that thing try to come back, the, the Lord is like, no, uh, uh-uh. that was a judgment in righteousness. No, it, it, it can't come back to them. Amen. So now you got to find another target because this judgment was made in righteousness. This judgment was made in holiness. And while people say, all right, you do unto others, you have them to do unto you. That's true. But when you make a judgment in righteousness, that's something totally different. How do you see it? A judgment in righteousness. Amen. And in loving kindness and in mercy hallelujah in the name of jesus and so well where it seems like okay the church has fallen short where it seems like any and everything is going on i'm telling you saints to be encouraged those of you amen that are still holding the blood-stained banner those of you that still believe amen though whatsoever a man so there shall he also reap those of us that believe jesus god said vengeance is mine i will repay those of us that believe these things we shall see god the pure in heart shall see god and can i tell you something as we continue in the word of god a pure heart has to come hallelujah because the closer we get hallelujah the closer we get saints the more we can see the more we draw nigh to him the more he draws nigh to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says that we're going to enter now into a marriage, a formal agreement to marry. When? When we, when we, when we return back, return back, to our first love, okay, when we turn back to our first love. Now, let's go on to chapter 3. Amen. Let's go on to chapter 3. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, there are times when the Lord gives me things. I told you that the Lord had begun to give me things. Amen. Um, early, early, early begin to give me things and I begin to log these things down and things like this. And we jump on podcasts and it just depends. I just believe the Lord, this is nothing that he gave me. Amen. This is nothing that he gave me. And many times the Lord knows who's listening. He knows who needs to hear what. Amen. 
who needs to hear what amen and so i i'm thankful amen and i give all glory to god to being able to be a yielded vessel for him amen because honestly that is the that is the greatest joy of my life it is it's the greatest joy of my life to be able to offer myself to the lord that is the greatest joy of my life it is the greatest joy of my life chapter three is very short but we're going to read it it says then said the lord unto me go yet love a woman beloved of her friend yet an adulteress according to the love of the lord toward the children of israel who look to other gods and love flagons of wine so i brought her to me for 15 pieces of silver and for an homer of barley and a half homer of barley and i said unto her thou shalt abide for me for me many days thou shalt not play the harlot and thou shalt not be for another man so will i also be for thee for the children of israel shall abide many days without a king and without a prince and without a sacrifice and without an image and without an ephod and without teraphim afterward shall the children of israel return and seek the lord their god and david their king and shall fear the lord and his goodness in the latter days is this a latter day saints do you believe that these are the latter days okay the latter days mm. afterwards shall the children of israel return and seek the lord their god and david their king and shall fear the lord didn't, didn't we talk about fear a couple of days ago was it yesterday where the lord was telling us many people they just do not have the fear of the lord they just don't it's more so like it's a it's like a one like a kid you know and a, and i'll talk about a bad kid you know what i'm saying like the, the kid is like a. let me see what else i can get away with and they like engine an engine okay 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 i got away with that okay now let me see what else i can get away with and they inch some more and they don't get a whipping so okay 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 all right let me see what else i can get away with and they inch some more and inch some more and inch some more and this is how it is without the fear of god this is how people do this is how people act when they don't fear god they inch and inch and inch and inch because I'm guessing that people just want a butt whooping. You know, I, I, I've never enjoyed a butt whooping from God. Now, let me tell you what a butt whooping for me from God looks like. Okay. And it's a testimony. Okay. So one day, okay, I was, um, coming home from work 
and it was at night, maybe around 10 o'clock. I think I got off at 10. And uh, the Lord had already been dealing with me. Now, I was, I was, I've, I grew up in the church, but, you know, I, um, you know how it is when you grow up in the church, but, and you know, God love you, but you still go out and do stuff you want to do. Well, that's why I was doing stuff I wanted to do. And I had a boyfriend, right? And of course, you know, we were doing things. But the Lord had already, even in, even where I was, the Lord had already been dealing with me to get rid of this in this. And um, even a word of correction had came by the pastor at that time about how, you know, this is not of God. Of course, it's not of God. Amen. We know when stuff is not of God. Right. But sometimes we can feel like, you know, uh, God loved me anyway, and he knows me better than anybody else. And the Lord knows that I have needs. And the Lord, you know, me and him, we just have a relationship like that. So I was in the, I was in the, the point in the relationship where I was trying to find a way to end this thing while still in it right and i um i had got off work and i think i had went over there real quick just to say hey you know and um didn't stay long because it was already late so just went in said hey things like that and then i left while on the way home, and I told some of you, those of you that have been with us for a while, you probably know, but I, I was on the way home on a two lane. And um, it's dark out there. No street lights. It's the country, right? And I was driving in the slow lane on the way home, maybe about 30 minutes away from home. I was driving on the, in the slow lane, and then there's a car driving in the fast lane but they were driving the length of my car like where my where my hood is they were driving in the fast lane to where if they had moved over you know and i didn't see it i would crash into them because they were driving in the fast lane i was driving in the slow lane but instead of driving right beside me they were driving just a piece in front of me amen in the fast lane and I'm just going on home and way after a while, this car that was driving in the, in the fast lane swerves over right in front of me. Now, I thank God that I, I had my eyes on the road and I wasn't texting, but this was God's doing in anyways. It's God's doing. And I thank God that I had my eyes on the road. Because when this car swerved over in front of me, in order to keep from hitting the car, I had to swerve over in the fast lane, right? So it's like the car jerked over in front of me. I immediately jerked over in the fast lane and I'm trying to gather my thoughts like, why would you do that? Like, what is wrong with you? Why would you do that? And before I could get my thoughts together, I look ahead of me in the fast lane 
and there's a car coming toward me with their light beamed on bright headed straight for me in the fast lane so that was a car on the wrong side of the road I could hardly see nothing all I saw was lights I couldn't see where the other car was that had swerved over all I saw was lights I couldn't even tell how close the lights were I just know they were in my face and I and I said, Jesus, Jesus. And I took the wheel and snatched it back over to the right side to the slow lane. So I took my wheel and snatched it back over because, you know, it. and, and I'm in a Aztec truck. OK, an Aztec um, SUV. And I snatched the wheel back over to the slow lane. And as I did this time, I snatched the wheel back over. This car passed me. And trucking down the road, it went full speed. And I am with every jerk because anytime a, tr- a, a vehicle jerk like that, you jerk it like that. You, you have to jerk it back to the left if you don't want to go off into the field where the trees are. So I'm just with every jerk trying to keep this truck in the road. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Until the truck was was how it's supposed to have been driving, where it was supposed to have been driving. After the Lord helped me get this truck back where I can manage it, I look in the rearview mirror and this car is just going full speed up the wrong side of the road. I pull the truck over and I immediately begin sobbing and crying and thanking God for his mercy and his grace thanking him and knowing that I was a wretch undone that I was not doing everything that I could to live for him with the knowledge that I had at the time I wasn't using that knowledge to the best of my ability Knowing that a word of warning had already came, you need to let that go. That's not God. And while saying, I'm going to let it go, I'm going to let it go. Still, I went over there after work and then that's what a butt whipping looks like for me. Almost dying all and knowing that it, it only was the grace of God that brought me out. Knowing that it was just his mercy. Knowing this. Knowing this. Knowing this, that 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 God did it again when I didn't even deserve this, and even on our best days, our righteousness is as, as filthy rags. How can we believe that God owe us something for real? <laughs> when He gives us breath to breathe. Many times we can use this breath. We can slander others with it. The same breath he gives us to breathe, we can use it and we can 
curse others, damn others, uh, to, you know, just, just say evil words about others and We send, we send, uh, uh, spirits of despair to others. And we, we send, we send, and many of us, we say, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a witchcraft worker. I'm not a root worker. Yet we still feel like I'm strong enough to send bad spirits to you. I'm going to send, and we don't say, I'm going to send bad spirits. No, but we sit around and we hope. We hope, I, I I hope they fail. I can't wait till they fail. Oh, they'll see. Oh, they'll see. Oh, they'll see. What is that? Is that a spirit of witchcraft? Is that a spirit of sorcery? Oh, I can't wait till this dry up for them. That's going to dry up for them. This going to happen. That's going to happen. What is that? We pass it off as God is speaking to my heart. God is showing me this. Is it God or is it me? Is that God or is it is it you? On these two hang all the laws and the prophets. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. And we know we 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 speak good things on ourselves. I'm gonna speak it into existence. We speak great things on ourselves, don't we? We speak great marvelous things. We believe great marvelous things when it comes to us. We believe this. We believe it. And love God with our heart, mind, and soul. Here in the book of Isaiah, we see where there was a lady, and the Bible says that she played the harlot against her first love. So I want to take time to encourage us on today. Amen. If we have left our first love, we should return, saints. I know that many have come and made us feel like the way the saints of old did it was just too much. But can I tell you something? It worked for them. When we look around now, the question is, is this working for us? Is this working for the youth? Is, is, is this working or, or, or do the youth look like they're called out and sanctified and set apart? Or do they look just like, act just like the ones that are not called out and sanctified? The Lord said in 19, he's going to, he's betrothing us in righteousness. That's a position. So when people come and say, oh, he loves me like this and he, He's this, yeah, he do love us like that. He loves us enough to give us a destined place to be. Heaven I created, hell I created. You get to choose which home you want. That's how much I love you. I'm not going to make you eat this word. I'm not going to make you eat the whole roll. I'm not going to make you. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that he is God. 
it's he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, all that is in me. We bless his holy name. I'm trying to see if I should go on. Or should I let this be it for today? Lord. Draw nigh to me. And I. I'm going to draw nigh to you. Draw nigh to me. And I'm going to draw nigh to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. We love you so much. And until next time. Be blessed. Yeah, I know it's been a little while, but In Jesus name. Been a little while.